swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Bought in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's down Welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. This is Jerry McCarty in Detroit, Michigan with the great Brad Savage. Cheers, Brad. Cheers. Cheers. And today we have special guests. The winners. Oh, you, you announce it. The McCarty Metro Film Contest winners. 50th anniversary. This is our 50th anniversary. This movie seemed like it run 50 years. The crap has been under the, the porch for 50 years. But Jim and Bob, uh, their uh, movie, or their uh, film that they submitted? Epic. Epic film. Thank you. You could talk into the microphone, you got to oh, say that. <laughs> no, it's, it's best. But congratulations. Okay, so we have Jim and Bob, the, uh, the, the uh, writer, director, stars of the film called The Originals, right? Let me say this about that. Okay. Uh, we came up with the uh, the title, The Originals, long before that weak television series stole <laughs> it from us. And uh, we're still, that's tied up in court. I'm really not uh, able to talk much more about that. Okay. At all. It's the whole evening. We can't. <laughs> and can you talk anything about the Ringo Starr Caveman movie? Or was that, is that was, it, was a, it was before that was too, a right? Influence. <laughs> it was a good, it was an influence. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we tried to get Ringo. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I tried to get Barbara Bach. <laughs> nice. We just wanted Barbara Bach. We had a, a guest on the show, the writer of the movie Caveman. If you would listen to a podcast, you would know. Carl Gottlieb, who had some great Jamba Two Sex stories about Caveman and, and Ringo. But anyway, so tell us about your film. A very good film, by the way. I'll compliment you on your, uh, just technically, your green screen-ish things. How'd you do it? What'd was, you do? That was a pretty weak green screen effect, but it got better. Um, well, we, we got a green screen. <laughs> Step one, get green. Actually, we did get a green screen. Step one. And it didn't work. We shot. Uh, actually, one of the greatest things about, no kidding aside, uh, that means I'm kidding still, <laughs> about the McCarty film um, uh, contest is that you're supposed to really, in the past, you're supposed to film it in, what, 72 hours? This year, for some reason, they opened it up for a whole month, and Kelly is still lamenting the fact that uh, Jerry did that. <laughs> but uh, we actually shot, wrote, shot, filmed, uh, rewrote, reshot, refilmed, and uh, such our film on one weekend. So um, everything you see there was all done. Uh, we did the filming in one afternoon, and then Jim spent about 25 hours in a row. And so if people want to see it, how do they see it? Is it still on the McCarty Metro? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> how do you see this? It's on YouTube, right? It's on YouTube. What do you search? Um, we'll put a link on our... Can we do that? Can we put a link on our podcast page? We had, it there for two, we had it there for two months. I think that's quite enough. Nobody, nobody <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay. I, in fact, watched it again yesterday. Uh, and? And I was extremely disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of forgot. I figured, hey, this was the winner. I should watch this. And then Nice. I kept well, to be fair, did you look at all the other entries? Because they were worse. It was no La Hospital. Okay. Hey, thank you very much. That was my uh, third place film <laughs> that I uh, that I did. The um, uh, so anyway, the song. This was the song written before. Nothing was written before. So you just like did that in one weekend. I did that in fifteen minutes. And the costumes, the Fred Flintstone-ish costumes. Oh, we just went. Uh, we we did everything on the fly in the true spirit of the McCarty. Metro film. I like that. So give some credit to your people that were in your film with you. Go ahead. Shout them out. I'm not going to mention anybody. Uh, I'd have to read the credits. (laughs) (laughs) There was Jake and Justin and Corey and Jonathan and Jack. Yeah, not a woman in the thing. That's what we thought. And we have to take a commercial break, and we will be right back after this message to hear more about the originals with Babo Chijimetsik at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. This is Brad Savage here at Rick's Martini Bar with Jerry McCarty, Jim Matzek, and Bob Balch, uh, the winners of the McCarty Metro Film Contest. And I know we haven't really mentioned it before, but you guys got some plugs I'm sure you want to do. Jim, you got uh, any plugs that you want to do? I know you uh, own your own business. Oh, yeah. I own a Zach Computer Centers. And there's two locations in Michigan here. We're thinking about opening up one in Boise, Idaho. Oh, nice. But probably not. Fargo? Fargo. Okay, so let's get to influences. It was kind of a music video-ish kind of thing, right? Yeah, the original concept was the original boy band. Give me your top music video of all time that you've liked. That you... It doesn't have to influence this because all of our stuff influences things. Favorite music video on the radio? I'm going to go with, I like Aha's uh-huh, Take On Me. Take On Me. Like <laughs> nice that call. Be, Good that call. would be my number one. Take On Me. Or, or girls just want to have fun. One uh-huh. Okay. Uh, video influence? Would, uh, Rick Springfield? Talking about Jesse's Phil girl? Collins. Oh. Phil Collins. Uh, something confusion, Land of Confusion. Uh, yeah. That was a good one. Sledgehammer? Yeah, Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel. Great, great video. should say something about, <laughs> according to Jerry. And what was that one with the uh, talking heads with the big suit? What was that one? Uh, it was called Big Suit. <laughs> talking heads. I do, uh, we did some great, uh, there was a great video written in uh, the 80s. You know, Brad Savage and the Cockroaches did a, a little video called Swimming in the Secretarial Pool, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, forget that. We have a dis- disgruntled uh, uh, person a from in the back that uh, did not win the contest. Uh, anything you want to say back there? I am I'm not happy with the results of the contest. I did not see a McCarty in there. There was no speaking in there. And I don't know how old that video was. <laughs> okay. Well, this is what you need to remember about this kind of thing is that a popularity contest and that Garth Brooks has sold more songs than the Beatles and Elvis, which is all you got to say. Right? It's like it's nothing to do with quality. And <laughs> are, are we being compared to no, Garth no, 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 no. or the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> but 
whatever you, you think. need to answer. Whatever is less offensive. Steve's shot across our bow. Um, the problem with your video is you're not allowed to use any government drones in the video to do any of the filming. And I think you were disqualified if I had my way. Okay. So anyway, so we talked about we talked we talked about your your song. So I want to hear more about the song. So tell me the song, Bob. You're a songwriter, and many people may not know this, but the Rick's Martini Bar theme song was actually written by you. Is that correct? That is correct. With a little guidance from me. Very little guidance from you. I, I listened no, to no, everything. No, you had I gave to you say. a lot of guidance. You just ignored I, it all. I, that's what I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> I go in a different direction. Uh, music is uh, kind of a personal thing, and uh, it hits you and uh, takes you in a direction that uh, you have to go with it. You know? Okay, so tell me a little bit about your history with music. Uh, started playing when? Gone to Japan? I played with Brad Saves and the Cockroaches? Started in high school, played a little bit of guitars, and I've been in band since uh, 75. And uh, we haven't exactly uh, broken into the big time yet, but we had a lot of fun. We've lit written a lot of good music, and... Um, I think uh, one of the big influences on me really uh, is the time that I spent with uh, Brad Savage and the Cockroach. Oh, Brad Savage. What do you think about that? I think it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Brad Savage and the bullshit? <laughs> that, was the first name. Album. that was the first name, and Cockroaches was one step above <laughs> the bullshit. That would, be, that would be a good band. No. Well, it's still better than Eddie and the Cruisers, and too. And so, right, right, so plug yourself. Where, where you're playing? What's uh, going on? We play on? every Friday night at the Three Blind Mice in Mount Clemens right now. Come down and, uh, you know, we'll take care of you. Are Music you Irish, piece. by the way? Uh, I know a lot of Irish songs. I have some playing. Irish parts. Uh, <laughs> I can't really mention on the radio which they are. You know. Okay, and Jim, I know you've got a lot of movie ideas. Many of them involve monkeys for some strange reason. <laughs> <laughs> they're all. So they're all involved, Rob Make Scott a pitch. Tanner. Many people, this is in Los Angeles. This airs on four stations what in Los Angeles. What was the one you thought of <laughs> yesterday? So, so yeah. give me a movie idea. We'll pitch it. It'll be stolen for sure. Yeah, okay. But, um, and, 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 and I have to mention that your movie, as bad as it was, was better than Night at the Roxbury. But go ahead. Hey, 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 hey. We, we were shooting for Night at the Roxbury. That's what we were going for. <laughs> okay, so give me a movie with a monkey. Um, with a monkey? <laughs> okay, off the top of my head. It's a monkey that yeah. gets hit on the head. <laughs> and turns into Gilligan. By, by a nuclear plant. Whoa, okay. Yeah, so he acquires an ability and then loses it at the exact same time. But what's the ability? Uh, we never know. Ah. He can, he can, he can come cards in Vegas. Yeah. So yeah, the so the guy takes his pet monkey to Vegas. You know, uh, that's like, that's not suspicious. And then at one enough. point, at one point, someone has to come out and show. Show me in the rule book of Las Vegas where it says a monkey cannot play blackjack. The, 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 show me the monkey. I'm, I'm sure there was a point at about 2 o'clock in the morning that this sounded really good. Hey, we have to take another commercial. So we have to take a commercial, and then we got um, seven more minutes of listening about this video. <laughs> when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place. The girls are refined and the men have good taste.
everybody out there. This is Royce Javon from Michigan. Yeah. I'm sitting here witnessing all this uh, craziness in the Motor City of the, in the D. And I'm coming to you live with these guys. And I hope that you are listening in. If you're not listening in, you're missing out because it's getting hotter and hotter. Oh, Royce. As this thing Royce, goes. you do not know. You are so much more interesting than these other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, we need to ask you a few questions. Okay. Just, uh, just some past podcasts. So best artist to come from Detroit. If you had to pick one person right now Ooh. from the Motor City. I didn't put you in spot. There's a lot of good ones, right? Best artist to come from Detroit. Pound for pound. I don't know if he was born here, but I got to assume. It would oh, come be, on. Pound for pound is Diana Ross. She's like 80 pounds. Stevie Wonder's the man. <laughs> oh, Stevie. Stevie Wonder is the man. Have you seen Stevie recently? Yes, I have, and I'll be he's seeing about, him again. He's about 250 right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's put on a few pounds. He's worth, he's worth every oh, pound. I'll tell you what. I go to the NAMM show in Anaheim, and he's there every year yep. and just walking around and trying things out. Yep. I love Stevie Wonder. He is unbelievable. Trust me. He's one of the most talented guys. Okay. I have a, good, I have a point here. Okay. That Stevie, who cannot see, but has some of the most attractive women. Yes, he does. He likes the ladies. Right. How does he get some just beautiful ladies? Uh, you forget that he also has a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure he's got somebody out there doing the scout work for him. Yeah, like, she's a skank. Move on, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's Stevie. when his song, Isn't She Loves Me, becomes, Is She Loves Me. <laughs> that is the next thing. that The other thing that bothers me is I live in Los Angeles. Okay. Stevie, more times than not, is courtside at the Lakers. Right. You could put him anywhere. <laughs> you got to turn the table. You could put him anywhere. But where are the ratings for that uh, game going to go up? Royce, putting him front and center. Again, Royce, you're on top of it. Okay. <laughs> next, next question. I got a question. Okay, go ahead. Royce, we're yes. at on the ammo. Yep. And you had just had a nice, beautiful dinner. And it's time for dessert. Oh. And they say, here's your choice. Apple pie or Dutch apple pie? What would you take, Royce? You gotta go Dutch. Oh, come on. There's something seriously wrong in Michigan. Dutch apple Dutch. pie is crumbly. Just a regular apple pie, it's perfection. You gotta go Dutch, man. You gotta no. live it up. You know, you don't eat it on the almond every day or every no, night. No, no, no. So no. when you're here, you gotta go Dutch. Okay. The previously mentioned Stevie Wonder. Yes. If I said, would you like to listen to Stevie Wonder? play the piano, or would you like to listen to Stevie Wonder with a harmonica, symbols between his legs, and all of that? It's, it distracts from the perfection of Stevie Wonder. I would Stevie simply Wonder. rather hear him sing. Yeah, which is apple pie. Because his voice <laughs> is unbelievable. <laughs> okay, I'm glad, I'm glad we agree. <laughs> yeah. No, Dutch apple pie is the symbols and, uh, and all the other stuff. But the way I see it, it, it any way you get Stevie, it's all good. Okay. Okay, it's good. I am so glad, Rice. You are so much more interesting than these other two guys. <laughs> so anyway, we, we have another question we need to ask you. And this is a very important one. Okay, bring it on. Okay. There's been many groups. I'm going to give you a little time to think about this because we're kind of putting you on the spot. Okay. Where an artist has spun off right. and gone on a solo career. Because you're a musician. You sing, right? right? You, and sometimes it's a good decision, and sometimes it's not a good decision. Right. So, tell me who you think 
And, 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 and by the way, I have to mention, and I'll, I'm going to take him off the table, is that you did an awesome brick house a little yeah, while thank ago. You very much. Which Lionel Richie spun off. Big Lionel Richie fan. Lionel Richie sells a lot of records. Yes, he does. But to me, Royce, and I'm sure to you, he never achieved that brick house. That's the best. With Commodores together, the sequins, the Afros, no shirts. That was... It was time to move on, as we all do. As we all do. Okay, so let's talk about people that spun off from a group. And we've... Lionel Richie spun off from the Commodores. Great career. Smokey Robinson left the Miracles. Oh, Smokey! And did well. Bob, you've written a song for Smokey Robinson. did well. Well, I... Smokey might be listening. <laughs> That's true. I've written a song that uh, I want him to do, so we're trying to make that connection right now, and we'll see how that works out. But it's a perfect song for him, uh, for his vocals, um, talent, and the type of music that uh, takes him back to his uh, roots with the miracle. All right, miracles. Okay, so so we got Smokey Robinson. Phil I Collins like the Detroit connection after leaving Genesis. You like Phil Collins? Yep. We all like earlier. We, did, we, talked, oh, about yeah. we talked about Phil Collins, but I. I I think Groovy Kind of Love was a mediocre song before. I know. I, yeah, I, I, if I, you I look at the good. compilation of his music, he did a great job. All right, so who do you think would be the best? Uh, you going with Lionel? The best person to leave a band and go on his own? Because hmm. I've got two words for you. Yeah. That's a good one right there. He's got a good one. But uh, I wouldn't say that's the best one, you know. I got two words. It would have to put some. You want to lay these down? Michael? Jackson. Yes. Oh, best of the best. <laughs> pound for pound. I mean, I'm actually not sure if I can top that. Ooh. Okay. And I, I did not mention this in my in in our when we did discuss this, but Barry White was in a band before he was, yeah, he was. Barry White. He was in Love. Right. In, right. Uh, I got another good one. Love for you. Orchestra. Here's another good one for you. Shaka Khan was in Rufus. Oh, and that's Shaka right, Khan. Rufus. She left and she Shaka rocked. Khan. Khan. Uh, Another good one. I agree with that. What's with Detroit people leaving their bands? Well, they got to move on. Like yeah, things <laughs> change, man. People have other obligations. Okay, okay. and babies come along, and family I have obligations. to mention one more is Radio, which was a band that you and I both liked. Radio did. You the. You can't change that. And then Ray Parker Jr. broke right. away from Detroit. Ray yes, Parker Jr. is a Detroiter, and sang Ghostbusters and made millions of money. Tons of money. Did he steal that, or did Huey Lewis do it? Yeah, that's right. Huey Lewis. Uh, I want a new drug. One of them stole that song. Huey Lewis either stole it from him or he right. stole it. Ray Parker stole it. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you tell that to Ray. Undo that. You tell that to Ray. No, I still like Ray. Ray's cool. Ray's cool. <laughs> okay, Royce. Anybody else you want to mention? Any other solo artists? You know, Ross, I'm trying to think of the, the ones that made a mistake by doing that. So maybe oh. that doesn't go in with your uh, David Lee Roth. been a ton, yes, without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> Darius Rucker should have never left Hootie oh. and the Blowfish. He should have stuck with them. He is, but I'm telling you, they were just about to cross over into another level. Yeah, yeah. Royce really wasn't doing anything. Okay, we're at the end of our time, unfortunately. All right. So, Bob Bulch, thank you for being here. Congratulations on your win. Jim, thank you. 
for being here. Congratulations on your end. And Royce, thank you for making this uh, much my less pleasure, boring baby. than it was. My pleasure always. <laughs> <laughs> and Brad Savage, thank you. Anything you want to say about the McCarty Metro? McCartyMetro.com. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. So, for the great Royce, the great Jim, the great Bob, the incredible Brad Savage from Detroit, Michigan, and... Paul Stevens, my name's Jerry McCarty. Cheers! Let's swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined And the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Poured in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's down